Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. The duties of an Irish stay-at-home parent have been calculated and worth 53480 per year, according to new data from Royal London, Ireland. In the statement, the life and pension provider said there are around 349,500 people in Ireland who are stay-at-home parents, of which 94% are women, uh, only 6% are men. Well, I'm assuming they're men. They listed some of the roles which fall under the job of a stay-at-home parent. Childcare provider, cleaner, cooker. Teacher, handyman, soak woman, gardener, taxi driver. Anyway, as a society, I suppose we're always encouraging women to join the workforce and get back to work. But in my opinion, we don't seem to be encouraging men to stay at home. But I want to hear from you. Is there a reason that we don't encourage men to stay at home? I think we're doing everything to support both, aren't we, really, at the moment? We're trying to pass the society. So, is there a reason that men are not the ones staying at home? So, I suppose I'm asking women. Would you, if you're a stay-at-home parent, would you trust your husband to leave him there to do the washing, do the ironing, look after the kids, get them to school, make the lunches, you know, drive them around to whatever dramas and footballs they have to go to? Would you trust him to have all that in order and sorted and on time? Or do you think he'd be useless at it? Are men inherently useless at that kind of stuff? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. Would you trust your man to be a stay-at-home father? Let me know what you think, because I'm, I'm curious as to why 94% of stay-at-home parents are women still to this day. Sharon, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Sharon? I'm good, Niall. Why do How you, are you? Why do you think, still, with all the supports we have... With all the I've, the research I've looked into, women just choose to stay at home rather than men. 94% are still women who stay at home. Do, do we just not trust men to do it? Um, there are some men that would be amazingly capable and there are some men that would be lazy. And it just it's like that. Some men are like that, some women are like that. So I don't think you can base it on the whole gender. Okay, but let's, let's generalise for the sake and purpose of the debate. Do you think women are better at it than men? I kind of think they're better at multitasking, if I'm honest. Doing a lot of things at the one time. Go for it. You won't offend anybody here in this radio station. You're grand. So are you a stay-at-home parent? Um, I went part-time when I had my child. I have one child. So I went part-time, which was, yeah, part-time. So she was young. Okay. And was that based on a financial thing with your partner? Financial. Okay. It was a bit of both. Well, Obviously, uh, we discussed it and, you know, he personally felt that women are better at us, you know, that he just thinks there's an instinct in women. Um, He's right. Yeah. Mm. So we decided that I would go part time. So I worked three days and I left her. It was only if she could be left with family because I just felt more comfortable with her being with a grandparent or an aunt or something. So that's what we did. Um, He got a promotion, which I encouraged him to get and fair play to him he got it so he had the better money so it made the most sense sometimes I think maybe women aren't aren't getting paid you okay. know enough so pretend now that he's mm. not listening and I hope he's not right <laughs> not yet but he might be by tomorrow morning <laughs> so pretend, when he's doing his workout <laughs> pretend now it'll be on the podcast I'll make sure of it I know. <laughs> pretend he's not listening right Okay, and it's yeah. just, just me and you talking, okay? okay no, no, nobody else is listening, all right? Right. Could you go out, or could you go away for a weekend 
and be confident without actually giving him a list of instructions. You know, how old are you? Is it just the one child you have? Yes, she's, oh. she's grown now. She's okay, but when she was younger, when she was young, when she was yeah. about, let's look at the really difficult age, probably one and a half, two, right? Okay. Yeah. Would you be confident without having to ring and see is everything okay, that he is do, that he's doing everything right? He would have done the most important things. I, w- I could definitely have trusted him to make sure she was well looked after and um, to, he might do it the same way as me. But to be honest, you know, he's... You're being very a, kind in the way you're explaining great, this. <laughs> he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a great all-rounder. He's not lazy. He's a really hard worker and um, very caring person. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so you would, you would be away with the girls at the weekend and you would be confident that your little precious piece of diamond is being looked after perfectly well and you wouldn't have to worry at all. Because there are a lot of women who will tell me that, that that's just not the yeah. case. That they would have to ring 20 times. Did you feed her? What do you mean you gave her chicken nuggets? She's only two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did, did you feed... You know, the, the, did you change her nappy? Yeah, the, whatever. Well, they, they'd have to ring. Yeah, that's because we're used to doing things a certain way and... Um, it's not mother's natural thing to worry about her child, no matter who she's with. <laughs> Even if it is her dad, you know, you're going to be thinking, oh, did he do this? Did he do that? You are going to think it, but you are going to yeah, ring I, I make sure everything's okay. I remember years ago, I was <laughs> going out to a mate of mine's house and he had two children. That one was very young. She was barely able to walk, right? And uh, mm-hmm. his wife had gone out for the day or whatever it was. And I said to him, I went to, to his mates, uh, Tony is his name, I'm going to shame him. Anyway, I went to, <laughs> and I said, Tony, why is that child's nappy hanging down around his knees? And the the, the nappy, the weight of the nappy from the oh, amount no. of pee that was in it. And I said, have you changed the child's nappy? And he goes, oh yeah, better do that now. Yeah. But it, it was full. It probably had, the child had probably had two or three movements in the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you see, he was a bit on the slow... Um, yeah, maybe yeah. look. Fair in fairness, maybe it was his first child. Was it his first? No, second. No, no, <laughs> no excuse for Tony. No, <laughs> no, second child. But uh, I'd go mad with that now. I'd go mad if the child wasn't changed. You know, yeah. and he had a PlayStation he... on and all sorts of things. You know, and ah no, see, see what I mean? Child is standing there and he's looking. He's playing his PlayStation. You know what I mean? I go, oh, for God's sake. Oh God. You know, I felt sorry for the children. There's, by the way, they're still alive and they're two young adults now, those children, by the way, can I point <laughs> out? But they are still alive. They're still with us. But stay there for a second because, Dave, you're an Ireland's classic kid. Say you doing, Dave? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Sharon had a very competent husband, a partner. Okay. Sorry, I don't know whether she's married or not. Partner. Husband. I don't know. Husband, yeah. Well, husband. <laughs> very competent husband. She could go away for the weekend knowing that he would get it all right. Fair play for doing what you should be able to do. Right. And you know, <laughs> Dave, uh, I patented the back for being able to use a washing machine. Is it? <laughs> it was something along those lines. Yeah. So, Dave, could your missus? Could she um, go 100%. off for the weekend? And yes, she could. She could go off for a week. And be trusting that Dave would do everything. Yes, no, because I am a competent thirty-five-year-old adult. <laughs> you know. Well, then why like, is it that ninety-four percent of stay-at-home parents? Seemed are women and seem to choose to be women. Yeah, but give that another 20 or 30 years and I guarantee the demographic will probably shift a bit more. Ah, a little bit more. It's like the Catholic demographic. It doesn't shift much. It's not going to shift, no, too, no, it's not gonna shift too much. Yeah, but think about it. I mean, stay-at-home dads is really only a fairly new phenomenon societally. Like, 
You know, I mean, no, the whole it, idea no, is, hold on, no, it's not. I mean, well, for the no, last well, twenty no, years, saying, I've been no, talking I'm about saying, this. No, I'm saying for acceptance, right? Yeah. For my my father's generation, or say your generation, or your father's generation, if a man went into his boss and said, "Listen, I'm going to be a stay at home. Uh, I'm going to be a stay at home dad for my parents. My wife's going to go out and work." Well, first of all, up to a point. Once a woman had kids, she wasn't allowed to work. You know what I mean? Without so, like, civil service, yeah. They, yeah, they yeah. would have been laughed off the building site and, you know, asked, are you sure you're not the one wearing the dress in the family? So what I'm saying from a societal point, it's more acceptable to be a stay-at-home father when the yeah. woman goes out and works. I get that. It wasn't the macho thing to do then in those days. Yeah, because apparently, like, real men don't change nappies and feed their babies, which is something that really gets under my skin. Yeah, but, but um, I do remember Piers Morgan having a go at what's a Daniel Craig when there was a photograph of Daniel Craig in the paper with his baby in a hammock around his chest, and Piers Morgan having a go at him saying that's not a manly thing to do. And yeah, well, uh, yeah. Well, look, Piers Morgan's a bit of a knob at the best of times. I mean, <laughs> yeah. listen, when we were having our child, I, one of, no, the guys true. Right? One of the um, and, and I'm I'm guilty of this. When we first had our our young lad, uh, our first young lad, I was twenty two, right. The idea of putting a baby carrier and carrying around in front of you was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm a man, you know? No, I've actually grown up and matured a little bit. And I made sure that we had a baby carrier so I could walk around this summer with the new lad hanging off the front of me. And it's great crack. Yeah. You know, staring I, straight into your face and it'll smell a baby breath off him all the time. Yeah, it's brilliant. Like, we got matching <laughs> outfits and hats and sunglasses and everything. We, we look the bee's knees. Okay, but the point I'm making to you is it still hasn't changed much. It's it still 94% of women. And when Solis did the research going back a few years ago and they asked whatever it was, two or 3,000 women who were in the workplace, would you rather stay at home if we could give you the same money? They said yes. They didn't yeah, want to be here, in the workplace. They wanted yeah, to be at home with their kids. Here, hold on a second now. How many, like, and uh, did they do research on dads as well? No, uh, because... Well, I did my own no, research no, no. here. On, I did my own research in the office this hold morning. On, no, hold on a minute now, right? Ask as many fathers that if you could make the same money and stay at home, what would they say? And a lot of them would say yes. A you lot, know, like, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, hang on. A lot would say yes, but I think there's an instinct. And I talked about our biology today. We were having this kind of debate outside in the office earlier on today, myself and one of our newsreaders. So we were having this debate. And... She was kind of suggesting that there was some sort of uh, social construct in it. But I was suggesting, no, it's within our biology. I believe that women have a maternal instinct. I'm not suggesting for a minute that men don't. and But I think inherently women have a maternal instinct. I also believe men, it's wired in our DNA to be providers. That's why, yeah, sadly, see, that's, we see so many suicides in men. You see, the, the, that's slightly wrong as well. Because if you... Go, go to any anthropologist or watch some good documentaries on it. And the closest analog to our, say, our modern day selves as hunter gatherers would be tribes that still live in that kind of form around the world. And the whole like mother staying at home, father going out to work, that's more of a European colonial thing. More hunter gatherer tribes, gender roles are they're not as as entrenched as they would be, say, in our society. You know, like. Women would do more hunting. Men would care for children. Like, but biologically, yes, women are no, designed yeah, but, yeah, to be maternal. Biologically, women are going to stay at home to look after the kids. No, 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 no. I didn't. No, I didn't mean. It. No, they're designed to be maternal because they have breasts for breastfeeding. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we didn't have. You and know, they actually like, have the babies in the first place. Yeah, you didn't, Sharon, you are you have... are you maternal, Sharon? Very much so. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah, and and do you think that it? Do you think it's a biological thing in women to be maternal and want to be with the children more so than it is? I mean, I, I don't want to discount men and say that men don't feel like that. Of course they do. 
But do you think more so with women it's a maternal instinct? Yeah, I do. I do. Mm-hmm. From the minute that little face popped out <laughs> and I looked at her, you know, I just, yeah, I just wanted to be. You wanted to squeeze her. <laughs> uh, no, I just wanted to be everything for her, and yeah. I just wanted to look after her, and I, you know, and I absolutely loved every minute of it. Now I yeah. really did. And yeah. Dave, you know, you're a competent guy. I've spoken to you many times in the air. You seem fairly useful when it comes to a par- a partner right. as being a partner, right? I try my best. But I- most, I won't even use the word most. That's been unfair. A lot of men, right? are not as competent. I'm not saying they're not clever. I'm not saying they're not intelligent. They're great at doing the garden. They're great at hanging up pictures. They're great at putting door handles on doors. They're great at going to work, having a fight, playing playstations, (laughs) watching football matches. But they're not great at remembering that you need to feed a child and you need to have them in a certain place at a certain time. They're just not as good as women. Yeah, but you see, no, see, this is where, you know, I like, I agree with you, but here's the thing. That's not, like, some biological imperative. Like, obviously, women are more maternal because they're the ones who give birth. They're the ones who produce breast milk. We didn't have cow and gate, like, 150, 200, 1,000 years ago. But the whole, like, thing of, like, men going, oh, I don't know how to do this, this, and this, that actually really gets under my skin and boils my blood. That's, that's not, like, because of us as men or the fact that we more testosterone or we grow hair in our faces. That's because some lads use that as a cop-out because... They don't want to do it, you know, because, well, they're my father's day. They never change nappies. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, your father's day was 50 years ago. Pull your finger out of your arse and get stuck in. You know, it's not that we're not competent. We're we're well able to do it. It's just some lads still use that whole thing of, well, the woman gave birth, so the woman can do X, Y, and Z, and I'm going to sit in my hole, or I'm going to come back from work and say, well, I was out working all day, and I'm not doing nothing, because blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, sit with well, the hang on. Stay there. Gosh, Dave, you didn't have a lot to say. Karen, you're an artist classic. How does your wife get a word? Or, sorry, girlfriend. Get she a talks wo- more than I do. Oh, stuff. There's most hairy is in it. Karen, you're an artist classic. It's radio. How are you doing, Karen? Oh. That's because she's not switched on. Who is playing with my buttons again? i got to fix me bloody buttons. Hang on. Sorry. Sorry, Karen. I do apologise. That's okay. That's I had to okay. jump across the other side there and fix me buttons. That's all right. Karen, Karen, so could you confidently, let me ask the same question I asked earlier on. Could you go out, say, for two days with the girls, confidently, and leave your husband at home, the wonderful man that he is, leave him at home and say, I need you to look after everything, right? Without actually giving him a list of instructions. No. No. I'm doing the job I was born to do, and I'm going to get in lots of trouble, I'm sure, after saying that. <laughs> so this is the job you were born to do? This is the job I was born to do. I'm a mammy and I love it and I look after everyone in our house. Right, um, okay. And does he do looking after as well? I'm sure he does to yeah, some extent. He does. To yeah, some yeah, extent. he does. I'm still much better at it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't, don't be behind the door about it, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm really good at my job. And why do you think 94% of stay-at-home parents are women. And, and that seems to be more so out of choice than anything else, right? Mm-hmm. And that it's not men, and men tend not to really want to do it. Why do you think that is? Because it's a really, really hard job. Um, and I know a lot of men and women who wouldn't want to be at home all day. And it is hard. It is isolating. And I, I just don't think men are programmed to deal with it the same way women is women are 
um, you know, this isn't, I, I was, I didn't initially choose to be at home. It's the way things happened for us. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have it any other way now, looking back. Yeah. You enjoy, um, do you enjoy being a stay-at-home parent? Yeah, I do. I do, I love it. So you love being, being a, you're, 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 you're a quite traditional mammy, mammy. You love being you a mother. What? I do love being a mother. I do love making their lunches. I do love that there's a dinner on the table when they come home. Um, I do like catering to their needs. Yeah, I wish they'd, you know, sometimes... Cater, <laughs> caters to their own needs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, there's nothing more joyous than to have a baby, see them go off to school, and see them become independent people, and you've done that. It's, it's your guidance and, and your you, help and your teaching that's done that. And do you have your husband's dinner ready when he walks in the door? Yeah. And do you do his ironing? I don't iron. <laughs> There's a lot of people say that nowadays. <laughs> they, yeah, I, just, I don't, I don't, I don't iron. iron. I wash, I fold, I put away. I iron if it's needed. And that would be well. My mother used to always. My mother used to always say, "Just put it on you. The heat of your body will take the creases out." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't like. I don't iron uniforms. I don't iron. No, I don't iron. No. Okay. Oh, well. Am I, I? Do you know what I do iron? The pillows for the bed because I can't sleep on cornflakes. You iron the pillows for the bed. Yeah, like the bed covers and stuff because I the couldn't linen. sleep on a, on cornflakes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, but other than that, no, I don't right. have the time to do it. And would you iron it while it's on the bed? You do not, do you, Karen? It's easier though, isn't it? <laughs> it doesn't get meant to do that. <laughs> so you just plug the iron in beside the bed and run across the bed. Yeah. You're some stay-at-home mother, you are, Karen. <laughs> okay, so g- getting back to so you believe it's within biology. You believe you were born to do that. Yes. You see, w- women around the country now screaming at you. Going, I know. Are. Yeah, you're not in the are, feminist movement at all. You know, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm very traditional. I, you know, make the lunch, do the dinner. I like to bake. Um, I like to have people over on a Sunday and do dinner for everybody. I, I, I love it. I have That's this. I, I have this image of you with the penny on you, baking cakes and all sorts That's of things. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me. Yeah. I love to make their birthday cakes and I love to make a fuss at Christmas time and mm. it's fabulous. But you're a bit of a Stepford wife. I am. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't care. Yeah, like that's okay. That's not insulting to you. You're quite happy no, with that. That's title. fine. That's fine. It's other people that have the problem. Yeah, but by the way, what I do. are you surprised to hear, by the way, that according to uh, a statement from Life and Pensions provider, uh, they said that a stay-at-home parent is worth fifty-three thousand four hundred eighty euro. I think it should be more. That's what such a worth as a childcare provider, come cleaner. Come with me for a week and then tell me. <laughs> General cook, teaching assistant, handywoman, gardener, taxi driver. Is he better at you with certain things? Like doing the garden and handiwork, he'd be better, would he? Um, I'd give that a go. But that's generally his role, yeah. Right, so, so he, you do believe... He wouldn't let me on the lawnmower. <laughs> so you do believe that... Oh, on the... Ah, oh, here we go. On the lawnmower. <laughs> is it a ride-on? <laughs> yeah. So you obviously have a big gaff, have you? That's, that's standard around these parts. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> Stay there for a second. Let me go to Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, you're an Ireland's classic kids. Ride on lawnmowers. I tell you, Kevin, I'm in the wrong game. Hi, Nell. How are you keeping? Good. Ke- Kevin, are men, are we really that inherently useless? Um, I don't think so, no. I would have done a lot of stuff uh, around the house, but I would have avoided this wherever possible. <laughs> <laughs> I would have jumped out. I would have jumped out to do the lawnmower. I would have avoided, we'll say, maybe not dishes, but laundry and stuff like that. But um, 
Now, unfortunately, my wife passed away just over three and a half years ago. Oh, so, I'm so um, sorry to hear that. Condolences yeah. to you. Sorry. Yeah. What, what, but, ha- uh, what happened to her, Kevin? Uh, died in her sleep, unfortunately, yeah. She just uh, passed away peacefully in her sleep one night unexpectedly. So um, I, was right. with, I suppose they were probably eight and ten at the time. Now they're 11 and 13. Okay. Okay, um, that must be very so, difficult um, for all of your family at the time. It yeah. was, and, yeah. you know, it took a few years to get sorted. But, um, yeah. I mean, like, I think everything that I used to give out that she used to do, I now do. So, <laughs> so, you, now, so you now appreciate everything she did? I do, yeah. I mean, you know, leftover dinners, eating stuff that, you know, I'd be like, oh, just eat the fresh food and, you know, things around the house. Now, I mean, I'd say now the hardest thing that I found that she used to do was like when the kids were sick, getting up every four hours at night and giving them medicine. Obviously, they're bigger than that now, so it's not actually, you know, necessary, thank God. But um, I would have found that hard to do, like, you know, to actually wake herself up and give them medicine when they were sick. You know, she would have done it. Yeah. Um, Stuff like that, but I think I think the the younger generation is able to do you know a lot of the kind of stuff around the house, and you know I mean obviously you know we we do pass some of it off and do the jobs and the physical jobs around the house, but I think that most people are well able to do it. Like I have a friend, and um, he's actually given up wife or given up the, the job because his wife is a career woman and he's retired early, so he's now doing all that kind of stuff, you know, drop offs, cook and clean, and he enjoys it. Like you know, I wouldn't yeah. say I enjoy it, but uh, it's necessary, should we say, it, to be done every day, you know. And do you think inherently women are better at it? Um, I Karen think would think better, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think women are. I think women are better organisers. They're better at uh, organising stuff and you know putting stuff away and stuff like that. I think men would probably all get a bit lazy, don't we? As men, we kind of say, "I'll do that tomorrow." Yeah, <laughs> we we, we put things day, off. Yeah, I do it later. Yeah, I do it later. Yeah, yeah, the next day, the next day, it never comes. But um, yeah, I think that um, I think that most of us are capable of doing it. Like you know what I mean. Um, so we, women are not, generally speaking, they, they don't get into the car, drive somewhere and then go, where am I going? Where am I meant to be going? Whereas men tend to do things like that. Women are very, you know, they're very focused when it comes yeah. to children. They know exactly what time the children have to be there at and everything else just gets ignored while they do that. So they focus on individual things. I'm speaking about Karen here, probably. So Karen's <laughs> in the yeah. car. The kids are just thrown into it because one of them has to be at football training or something like that or whatever it happens to be. And she's, she knows exactly what time she needs to get the kids ready, what time they all have to be dressed by if one of them is in the nip running around the house. She needs to know exactly, you know, where they need to be at a certain time and everything else. Yeah, and fed. I think, uh, well, I think you get better at that. Like I have go bags for, you know, sports and different teams and I have stuff ready, you know, as long as the kids put it back when they're told I'm ready to go and stuff like that. I think I'm very, you get good at organising when you're on your own because you have no choice anyways. You know, well, you this, to, is, well you know. this is true. So obviously you do appreciate the job that your wife did at the time, sadly, yeah. uh, because you yeah. lost her. But you do appreciate now what she had to do because uh, obviously you have to fill in that role too. So that must have been a difficult task for you as well to do. But I think generally because you were forced into it, Kevin, and you were forced into that situation, I think it's a little bit different because I'm still shocked that, you know, for years and years and years, we are supporting women to go back to work. And yet we're still at a point where 94% of women are stay-at-home uh, parents. And I guarantee you, if we were to pay women to stay at home, I think the rest would probably choose to suit, to follow. Well, possibly, I think they would. I mean, they grow up because obviously for extra income. I think they grow up for mental health and just to be actually, you know, to be involved. Because I think yeah, I, I work thirty full time still at the same time. I changed jobs. I had to obviously, but um, I mean, I I wouldn't like to be stuck at home all day. I don't think it's good for anybody. I think it's good to be out and uh, you know socialize and do your yeah. job with people. Yeah. And you know, I think that's. Uh, there's a lot to be said for that. Like you know, and I know people that would actually work that did uh, be have more money staying at home, but they. You know, they choose to, you know, both to be working, you know? Yeah, of course. You know, and by the way, do you ever lose your mind, Karen, at home on your own? Absolutely. But it, it, I have three of them out now, play school and school. So 
Do you, but do you feel isolated, day. you know, like for human yeah, no, contact, no, 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 adult no. contact? Yeah, no, I, I at the start, particularly, <clears throat> excuse me, when they were babies, um, and I, I had one who was very sick and I couldn't have people over. Um, and I, it was, it was extremely isolating. I found it very, very difficult. Um, because you, you know, sound like and, you and live in a, a larger type of home. So you might be a little bit away from the next door neighbour. Yeah, no, look, if I want to go to the local shop, I have to get into the car if I need to go and get any That's what I'm saying. So, so, I, so it's I, not just I, a case I, of knocking I, on the next door neighbour's house and saying, how are you doing a cup of coffee? No, no, it, yeah. no, it's it's not like that. And my mum, you know, lives 20 minutes up the road in the car, which doesn't seem like a lot, but I have to go up the motorway. Um, so, yeah, it, it can be extremely isolating. And there were times where I thought, oh, my God, maybe I'd go back to work. But because I had a sick baby, my first was a very sick baby, I didn't have that option. Yeah. Um, so I just had to grin and bear it. And I did have a couple of occasions where I found myself in the doctor's office. Okay. Because I struggled. Um, but now where they are, I have great friends now because they're in school. So there's other mothers that I connect with. And it, I'm at a really great place with it now. But yes, it can be extremely isolating. Well, um, well hang on. Just stay there for a second. We just go to Sharon as well. Sharon, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. Hi, how are you, Niall? How's it going? How are you doing, Sharon? I've got the perfect Stepford wife uh, on the phone here, Karen, by the way. Hi, Karen, how are you? Hi, she Harry. loves it. She said she was born to be a mother. Uh, likewise, I feel, I feel well, it's challenging. Uh, very ungrateful uh, kids at the best of times. But I know that when they get older, they're going to appreciate everything that we both do as a parent, not just me. Um, I was very upset with Dave. I'm sorry, Dave, if you're listening, but... Uh, uh, every man and woman uses the washing machine. The only difference is when, if I was to leave them with him and go away for a weekend, um, they sh- uh, I'd be worried, okay, I have a load to do washing-wise. I never once question his ability to look after, mind, counsel, wash, do all them things that I do. Um, but um, I have to remember as well that he's out there and he's doing a bit in the digging in the garden in a digger, which I can't personally do, not because I'm a woman, because I've never done it. Okay. Um, I just You'd give it a go, but... I think that everyone, Karen included, girls and guys, we shouldn't have to justify to strangers that, oh, I'm a stay-at-home mother. Why are you a stay-at-home mother? Um, because I choose not to have my kids in a creche and I choose to grow, make them be confident and know that I'm going to be there for them. You and know, and, and what and the sacrifices because people sometimes say oh well I couldn't afford to do, you know be a stay at home parent. Do you know what? Exactly what you said. Uh, it is sacrifices. Like it's not like I'm making a fortune because I'm at home. I'm I'm a, I'm a qualified person as well. Like you know. Um, but in saying that, I do believe I have a more important job now than I had ever. And would you go back to work at some point when they get older? When they get older and they're able to turn around and say, Mom, that, that, that babysitter isn't nice to me, or Mom, I, you know, when they can tell me. Yeah. And when they can tie Karen's never shoe, going back to work. <laughs> when they can tie their own shoes no. and talk, then, then I think that that's a good time for me personally is my situation. Now there's plenty of parents out there and they're back teaching and their kids are gone to the creche very young. Yeah, I yeah. applaud them. I applaud them also. Okay, it's but just, can I ask you, because I have to go into a break in a second. Yeah. But, but by the way, I, I, sorry, save me for just a second. But, but Karen, yeah. are you going to go back to work when your kids are old enough or are you happy to stay here? Um, I'm, I'm actually doing a couple of sideline projects at the minute oh, well Karen I could go and talk to you so <laughs> no. you could sideline <laughs> together <laughs> to be honest with you no I can't see myself no no, no. no, no. I, I think by the time the kids grow up we'll probably be too old who's going to hire us in, in the profession I, that we were in in the first place I wouldn't go back to what I did before I had kids but definitely I've, I've if I'm, I'm a 
far better person now than I was before I had kids. Okay, but sorry, final question then, Sharon, before we get to the break. Yeah. You go away for two days with the girls. Yeah. When uh, that, when I, when it, whenever I do, but I, I'll be honest, I, I'm probably not a usual person. When I had my second child, I decided I'd stop drinking, so I don't drink anymore. So right, okay. for me to go out, I, I really enjoy. Okay, but I, it's a, a theoretical question. How old are your five, kids? Five. How old are your kids now? Uh, one, four, and fifteen. Perfect. Later. Okay, so would you, if you went away for two days, just th- theoretically, right? Right. With a girlfriend. Right. And said to your husband, you need to stay at home, mind the kids. Right. Would you have to give him a list of things to do? And would you have to ring him every now and again to make sure he was doing them? If I gave him a list of things to do, I probably did blocks to be changed when I got back. Um, <laughs> I don't think that anybody should give anyone a list of things. I think it's important to, to start at the end of the month, see what, where, where, where have I gone wrong this month? What have I spent it on? I reckon he gets beeps on his phone every time I'm near Aldi or Little because I am a devil. Like, you know, I go in and I see a bargain and I get it. Now, I'm standing here with one of my friends and she's a single mom. So, like, you know, for her, like, I think it's more awkward for a single mom. Well, of course. They find that Twice they the find battle. A babysitter, yeah. They have to think what they're doing because I know my husband. I know that if there is dishes to be done and they're there for me when I get home on Monday or whatever I get home from my weekend, Wednesday or Thursday, I know that they might be there, but I know the foundation of the house might be might be started, might be pulled back. <laughs> you know. I get you, I get you. Gotta go into a break. The number's 087 Thank you to the Stepford wife, Karen and Sharon. Let's go to Tom. Tom, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Tom? Hi, Niall. How are you, bye? Good. Goodbye. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was just throwing it back at you there. Yeah, I'd stay right too. Uh, so listen, Tom, uh, by the way, I saw the funniest video I saw during the week, which was a dog with a Cork accent. Did you, or a cat? No, it was a cat with a Cork accent. Did you see it? Yeah. It was hilarious. I've never seen that so funny. So Tom, you're a stay-at-home dad eight to nine years now, is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, like my eldest son is on the spectrum, so uh, I kind of was landed into it when they were like they're, they're Irish twins, you know, so they're yeah. one and two. Okay. Um, and I was in note of jobs at the time, like I worked on building sites for over 10 years okay. um, and never thought like I'd be a stay at home parent, you know. Okay. Um, and yeah, their mum went back, she had a full time job, she went back to work, so I said I'd stay at home for a couple of months. And was, it because, was it because her job was better paying than yours at the time? Was that the way? No, 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 not at all. Um, it, like she had permanency in her job, whereas it, like I was in and out of you jobs for the first yeah. kind of 18 months when yeah. the first one was born, you know. Okay. Um, and then he was diagnosed on the spectrum, so I said, like, I was the only one to draw, so I said, stay at home for a while for appointments and bringing him around to places. Um, and then that just turned into the last couple of years, you know? Okay. Um, but, like, I tell you, Niall, like, as I said, I never thought that I would be a stay at home parent, but looking back over the last couple of years, like, I loved the crack and the banter around the building sites and, you know, having your money in the bank at the end of every week. No, it was blown at the end of every week. I still yeah. had nothing to show for it, you know? Of course, yeah. Like, I enjoyed myself. And if I had my time around again, I'd do the exact same thing. i seen the world and all the rest of it, you know? Mm. But, like, as one of your callers said there a while ago, like, it is very isolating. You know, you miss the adult conversation. And I, I finally built up the courage to go to these, uh, like, the, at the time it was mother and baby groups, but now they're parent and toddler groups, you know? Okay, okay. And, like, just to go there, meeting other parents, it kind of made it a little bit easier. And um, when you go there, percentage-wise, to the parents and toddler group, how many would be stay-at-home dads versus stay-at-home moms? I was the only one. You were the only one. I was the only <laughs> one, yeah. And I went to two or three different ones. I didn't care. I was just about getting my kids out because there was no kids around where we lived. So you're hanging out so with was, the girls? 
Yeah, but it was well. I was hanging out with the boys, but like <laughs> it was just getting the most to interact yeah, with other. Of course, kids. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, instead of it just being into the buggy with that and go for a walk and they fall asleep. Like I, I'll tell you. Now, and how so, do you how do you find the job? I mean, I've been a childcare provider, a cleaner, a cook, an assistant, a handyman, and a gardener. Yeah. Everything basically. I absolutely love it. Honestly, like looking at these boys growing up, there's three of them now. Like, but looking at like the twelve and thirteen, the older lads. But looking at these boys growing up, you know, like my eldest son, we had some issues, obviously, as he was on the spectrum. Yeah. And like, I was so happy to be there to when things him. were going on, you yeah. know, to help him, to be ringing places, to get things organized for him. Um, and like, I would hate, and I've often said it, I would hate if I was out at work for eight, nine, ten hours a day and coming back to a child minor that would tell you, oh, this happened or that happened. And you know what? It's the one regret that most working parents will have when you ask them what regrets they have in life is that they weren't there as much as they should have been for their children. Mm. It's the one regret that working parents will always tell you, like, I wished I was there. Maybe you know, they might have missed the first step. They might have missed the first yeah. word. They might have missed all of those kind of landmark moments because they were out working at the time or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, and I, I know that from, from my own, when I was growing up myself, my, both my parents were out at work. Like, yeah. I used to come in in fifth and sixth class and my jobs were to get the fire started. Right. And the mother would have the potatoes and the ring and to get them ready and turn them on. But like I learned a little trick as we had um, sticks and briquettes at the time. And like when I come in from school, all my buddies were out on the road playing ball. And I used to have to get the fire started. So what I used to do is get a hammer and, and a screwdriver because you used to use two or three briquettes. So okay. what I used to do is break up one briquette into three or four yeah. because it, it, the flames would come up through quicker and then I could land the coal on top of it. Yeah, because you could split the briquettes, couldn't you? I used to do that, Jay. You could split the briquettes. Yeah, you could yeah because if you put in the big lumps of briquettes... It, it took ages to start. I know, I know. I used to do the same thing when my mother would ask me to get the fire going. I, I used to do that. I used to split the briquettes because I'd use the poker because it was a sharp one and yeah. I'd split them. <laughs> to make it start quicker. She'd go yeah. mad. She, what and are you doing now for? was just to throw the ball on the arm and go off out with my buddies, like, you know? Tom, listen, it's been wonderful talking to you. Thanks yeah. very much. Good to have a good stay at home, Dad, on the air as well as Mems. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Tom. See you. Have a great day. Bye. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Oh.